Welcome to Gav Session. My name is Gavin Foster, and I am a K-8 music teacher from Ontario, Canada. I love music, I love technology, I love my job, and I love sharing my successes and my learning. Check it out, and thanks for listening. All right, everybody, welcome to Gav Session. It is currently November the 28th, but for today, we are going to be talking about what happened on November the 13th. So we're getting close. We're almost caught up. We're a couple of uh, couple episodes out, but um, this was a good week. Let's start with that. It was a good week. I have everything that I had thought about, everything I had planned worked really, really well, and I was really excited about it. So let's start with, uh, with some music for the week. So this week was... Uh, as I say, November the 13th, on November the 10th in 1975, uh, there was a really famous shipwreck in Ontario, the Edmund Fitzgerald, um, which was a huge American uh, ocean liner on the, or uh, or a huge American freight ship on the Great Lakes. Uh, It sunk kind of uh, mysteriously in the middle of the night. Uh, There was a huge storm, huge November storm on Lake Superior, and uh, the ship never really had a chance to radio for help. It just kind of went down uh, in the midst of this storm. This was a monstrous ship. It's something like 280 meters by 70 meters. Big, 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 big ship. Anyway, um, in 1976, a Canadian folk artist named Gordon Lightfoot wrote a song called The Wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. And this is what what I shared with my class this week. I... um, played it for my kids. I, I do my own version of the song, which isn't quite, uh, quite what Gord and Lightfoot did. I kind of do it my own way. And I have a, a pretty strong kind of rock and roll background. So my folk music is a little harder than his, but, uh, but nonetheless, I did my best and I sent, uh, I sent my students sort of a, a message with this song. And I said, uh, here's a story. This is a real story, about real people, a real thing that happened. And, uh, this is a really well-written song. And I talked to my students about how well the story was told. I remember being a kid uh, growing up and my parents listened to this song a lot. And I remember as a kid, even as a really young kid, like, like I was maybe seven or eight years old, I remember saying to myself, whoever wrote this song is really good because the song made me feel scared. It made me feel excited. It made me feel panic. And I remember thinking as a kid, like, wow, whoever wrote this song did it really, really well because it made me feel these things. And I, this is the kind of things I talk to my students about. And so if they want to do a project where we are writing songs, I said, you better learn what good songwriting sounds like and how it works. <clears throat> so I shared this song with them. I put the words up on the, on the board and I sang it to them. Um, I obviously can't play the whole thing because that's uh, not real nice for copyright, but I've got about... Uh, 15 seconds of it here. This is uh, Gordon Lightfoot's version of, uh, of The Wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald from 1976. The wind and the wires made a tattletale sound And the wave broke over the railing And every man knew as the captain did too T'was the witch of November come stealing all right. So that was uh, the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald and it went over pretty well. So as well as uh, just singing the song, I had all of my students this week do a, uh, a little reflection on it. So I had them uh, go into Google Classroom and I had them uh, uh, open up a little link that I had for them and they they read a um, uh, a particular 
reflection piece I had written with about five, uh, five questions for each kid. And it was a little bit about what they were hearing. And it was a little bit about sort of storytelling in general. And it was a little bit about um, what they thought they could do with this particular song. Now I didn't get the most fantastic answers in retrospect now that I've looked back on it. And I think I'm actually going to change some of the questions going forward. But um, I asked the kids, sort of overall, do you like this piece of music? Yes or no. I said, use three words to describe this piece of music. I said, if you were given the chance to tell this exact story in your own musical way, explain why you would, or why you would not like to tell this particular story. And then I said, describe specific places where and how elements of the story were enhanced by the music. And I think it's that last question. I think I didn't really give the students enough tools to answer that question with because that question was answered really poorly the one about how elements of the story are enhanced by music um, very few students gave me a real answer there i got a lot of i don't knows and i'm not really sure but um <clears throat> i was clear to my it was a poor question but it was something i just thought of like we need to reflect on this but what i liked about it though is when we listened to the song every single student who was present did the reflection even some of the kids who aren't the most literate they did the reflection they might not have done it well but they, they did it so again looking to january looking to my grade book i've actually got something from every kid who was present that day and i was like oh this kind of works so i think i might be doing a few more of these in the future reflections where i can have students actually um i can have students reflect on some of the stuff we're talking about so anyway um <clears throat> That was kind of what we did with it. Um, and then the bulk of today's lesson was using BandLab again. So if you remember last week, I talked about how BandLab was kind of a technology fail because I tried to learn the program in about 15 minutes and didn't do a great job. Well, <clears throat> I actually invested some time in BandLab this week. I do like the program. It is a very good program. Took a little finagling for me to figure it out. But here's what I figured out. So one. Whatever I had done to add students to my class, I hadn't done right. So I went back in and I manually added all of my students by typing in their email addresses. That's pretty quick. You can also bulk import if you have them in a spreadsheet or something. So I bulk added all my students. That added really well. And all my kids just kind of went to their um, Google Classroom. They clicked on a link to BandLab and in they went and they were all in it and they could uh, join the class. Two, I realized that you didn't need to create a a audio assignment you could just create a text assignment and really what you're doing with a text assignment is just giving them text instructions so i created a text assignment that said start your assignment click import file go to your google drive and find your drumbit file that you saved two weeks ago double click on it and it will import that drumbit file into bandlab and then I said, go to your top right corner, click submit. So basically, I knew that this thing that takes me about eight seconds was probably going to take my class the better part of 40 minutes to kind of get their head around it. But that's all I wanted. I wanted them to learn how to take something that already exists, like a file or a, or a, a song or something, how to import it into BandLab, and how to send it to me so I can see they're doing it. So that was my job today. And that was what we did. <clears throat> and so the kids came in, they sat down, we did the reflection. I asked if they wanted to talk about it for a bit and they 
didn't really have much to say. So we kind of moved right into the band lab work. So I showed them what I wanted them to do. I showed them how to go in and save their file and how to um, uh, go grab it and how to put it in band lab and how to share it with me. And I kind of said, okay, guys, go. You've got uh, <clears throat> about 25 minutes. And I just kind of circulated around the room while they did that. And uh, that was what we did today. And so I was able to do what you're supposed to do with a sort of flipped class like that in that I could just sort of float uh, and circulate. So again, I used a reflection piece, which I can talk about uh, in a later episode, how that works. I used BandLab, which I figured out how to work. They're both really good. I took the time to invest in actually learning the technology. It really isn't hard. Again, if you check out www.gavsession.com, I'm going to be posting some how-to videos for BandLab in the next, uh, probably this week I'll get to it. Um, and it's a really simple program to use, and I'll walk you through the steps that I did to kind of create a simple assignment. Really wasn't hard. So let's uh, move right on here and talk about sort of what happened in each of my classes. All right, so let's get right into talking about uh, what happened today. So um, let's start uh, where I always start with Mrs. Karbopel's class. So we um, started, they came in, they sat down, I got the computers out, they went into Google Classroom, and I told them a little bit about the story of Edmund Fitzgerald. I shared a little PowerPoint with them of, of how it works, uh, how, the, how the ship went, how big it was, and what happened to it. And then I kind of launched into the song. When I play the song, it takes about five minutes. Uh, I had the words on the screen, and I had a couple kids with um, uh, like a little uh, uh, handheld clicker to, to flip the words for me. And I just kind of sang the song to the kids, and I wandered around the room with my guitar, and I sang for them. Um, and I didn't get any silliness. I didn't get any kids uh, like surfing the web or trying to play a game. They all, they all were pretty respectful and listened to it. <clears throat> and then they had some pretty strong reactions when the song gets really, really faster or when the song gets really, really um, aggressive. They had some, kind of some, you know, oh, this is really cool reactions to it. Um, and when I finished the song, uh, I actually got like two or three people who broke into applause, which wasn't why I did it, but it was really cool. Like they, they had this reaction. Um, one of the people was like, I've never heard it like that. I know that song. One of the people was like, wow, it's really good to listen to it like that. Um, and then I kind of went back um, about a week later. So I'm jumping around to look at their reflections. And so some of the reflections I've got are, um, are I've got everything from, you know, I don't really think I'd like to retell this story because I don't really like the idea of making music. That's kind of a fairly lucid way to sort of say, I don't want to do anything. Um, but then I have other kids who are a little bit insightful with things like, you know, I think this story would be really, really cool as a rap song. And I, I thought of that and I was like, that's, there's actually a lot in that. That's a person who's thought about it and said like, what if we change the genre and they've given it a thought and like, they've imagined what a rapper would do with some of those words. And I was like, that's a pretty cool answer. Like it's not a long answer, but I think there's stuff to that. Um, and then I just got a few, yeah, different, different types of people. I, one student who says, I wouldn't like to tell this cause I just don't like telling sad stories. Um, 
Uh, I think the story is important because a lot of people don't know about it was another idea I got. So they're kind of getting the idea of, of, of how they want to tell a story. I thought, I thought that was kind of a home run swing. And as I said earlier, um, <clears throat> everybody who was present that day handed it in. So I have got uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, um, 20 of these handed in. Uh, this is a class of about 26. So I did have some absences that day, but everyone who was present handed something in, which was awesome. And I've got a couple of kids who aren't readers and aren't writers, and they were still able to hand in like yes, no answers and a couple of, you know, three single words. <clears throat> so I like that because they found the way they could contribute and they did. And for them, it's like this is simple. I can do this quickly, but then it also helps me generate some conversation later on. So I really, really like this idea. And I think in the future, we're going to do a little bit more listening and a little bit more reflecting because I'm hoping that we're going to get more out of it. Um, <clears throat> anyway, I was really excited about that. Now, band lab. So with the way I set up band lab this week, it gave me some flexibility to walk around the room and not be tied to my computer trying to log students in one by one. So I was able to quickly go around and say, okay, who was here last week or the week before and who didn't hand in that drum bit assignment from a couple weeks ago. And so the kids that were kind of started on band lab and started to work on the import and starting to do stuff, I was able to walk around and help the kids who were on drum bit trying to get started. So I was able to get, <clears throat> about five more assignments that hadn't come in yet from drum bit. I was able to get those kind of saved. And while the kids were saving them, I was able to fire up band lab and say all they had to do then was just drop the file in and send it to me. So I actually was able to float around and get a fair bit of stuff handed in today. Um, <clears throat> one little glitch, but it wasn't a big hiccup and it actually worked out. Okay. Was the kids realized that once they click submit, they can't touch the file. They can't go in and work on it. They can't edit it. They can't change it. Once they've clicked submit, it, it's locked to editing. It's on re read only. So a couple of the kids were like, well, I imported my file, but I want to do something else. And I said, oh, don't worry. Don't worry. We're going to get to do something else next time. And by the time most of them did it, there was only a few minutes left to class. So I said, you can have some, have some computer time for a couple of minutes. I'm proud of you for getting this work done. And they were like, oh, cool. And they kind of like, you know, went and did something or played a game or went onto their, you know, whatever accounts. But <clears throat> I was really excited that they kind of could do this. And I think they were excited because when they saw the steps, they were like, Oh, I don't know, man, this is like several steps. But, uh, but I was like, yeah, but there's several steps. Like click this button, click that button, click this button, click that button. They're not like complicated writing steps. And I think most of them were kind of chuffed that they could do it and they got in and they saved stuff and they sent it to me. And so now I have, um, a whole whack of band lab files that are nothing but just a couple of drum samples. And so going forward, the kids now have a file in a DAW, a digital audio workstation that's got 15 seconds of a drum track. So what do we do now? We build on it. But now that they've got that file, every time they open it, they've got something. They're not starting from nothing. They're starting with something they've already created. And so I'm assuming next week I'll probably, uh, again, trying to work small, I'll probably go into some loops and say, like, you've got some drums. Now let's find a bass or a piano or a guitar, find a loop that kind of matches it. That's probably where I'll go next <clears throat> is I'll have them start with something that is uh, 
pre-recorded, so a little a little pre-recorded loop, and I'll say find something that works with your um, drum sound. And I think the ultimate goal is not to find something that sounds good. It's just to have them have the experience of going through a set of loops, listening to them, clicking and dragging them into the DAW, listening to that sound against their drum sound and saying, yeah, I like this or no, I don't. And if they say no, I want them to be able to delete it, go back to the loop file and maybe find something else that's a bit better. But again, I say today was a win. I got a piece of writing out of every kid. I got pretty much everyone that was there caught up to where we were supposed to be. And I got most of the kids there handing something in today, which means that next week, I'm really excited about the fact that when I say, all right, here's where we're going to go today, I'm saying, here is something you have already completed. And now we're going to like just build on it and make it better. And I think that's going to be something useful for these kids. Because there's a few kids that come to me every week, and when you give them a blank slate, they're upset because they just don't want to start with nothing. They don't want to start empty-handed. So um, I'm going to be able to say, here's what you did last week. Remember that? And they're like, oh, yeah, I remember that drum sound. I'm like, now let's just add something else cool to it. And you don't even have to work that hard. You just have to listen and find something that you like and try it out. So that's kind of where I'm going. <clears throat> Mrs. Kerbopple's class had a good day today. Um, a few of my high flyers weren't there, which made the class move a little smoother. But I'm also a little bummed because a few of the kids that I was really counting on um, to make kind of a change weren't there. I haven't seen Bart in a couple of classes. Nelson has been gone for a couple of classes. Um, Martin I haven't seen in a couple of weeks. And I just... I just want some of these key kids to be there because these are the ones that I want to see <clears throat> do something. These are the ones that haven't really produced anything in a long time. So I'm really hoping I'll get uh, something out of them. All right. So let's move on to Miss Hoover's class. So if you remember me saying, I see Kerbopple's class at like nine o'clock in the morning and I see Hoover's class 40 minutes later. So Hoover's class did kind of the same thing. They walked in, they sat down, they got their computers out, they logged into Google Classroom. And I told them about the Edmund Fitzgerald. I put up the same slideshow. I gave them the same kind of speech about music and what it was like and what how what a good story it is. And then I just kind of launched right into it. <clears throat> I told the kids to fill out the responses as they went. And again, this class is a little bit more um, uh, uh, literate, a little bit more literary. They could write a little bit more, a little longer. So... Uh, I've got some, uh, some more interesting language out of them. So like when they say use three words to describe the music, I'm getting like one of the kids said it's piratey. I liked that. Um, people are saying this is very detailed. I've got people saying, uh, things like the song seems very contrary, which I thought was a very interesting word. And I asked the student what it meant. And he's like, oh, I don't really know what the word means. And then I got upset because I was like trying to imagine how the song was contrary. And I realized he just said the wrong word. But nonetheless, they are trying to do some stuff. And then um, I've also got people who are just really interested. They're like, this story is really, really interesting. Um, 
one of the students in this class here, uh, she wrote, I would definitely make my own version of this. It was amazing and awesome. And I can't even explain how excited I got. It was just really, really interesting to hear this story. And <clears throat> that's what I want. I want them to find a story that they are that interested about that they're going to tell. <clears throat> now, here is one of the issues with this class is this class being a little bit higher flying. They are a little bit more participatory. So at the end of the song, they wanted to talk about it. They wanted to ask questions about it. They had all kinds of scientific questions about actually the sinking of the ship rather than musical questions. So I tried to steer those away. But <clears throat> whereas Krabappel's class gave me 10 to 15 minutes of here's the song. Let's talk about it. Let's finish the writing and move on. These guys, their 15 minutes was more like 30. Like they just kind of kept going and asking questions and they wanted to know more. And so as a result, by the time we kind of finished talking about the song, I said, okay, you guys aren't going to have a lot of time to do um, the next part of the assignment. So it's probably going to be homework for you which hasn't been bad in the past. In the past, if this class has had homework, they're pretty good about doing it. Um, so I went through the same lesson. I said, here's how BandLab works. You're already signed in. Here's how you import your drum file. Um, <clears throat> I said, the only difference will be at home, you're probably not using a Chromebook. You're probably using a PC or a Mac or a tablet or your phone or something. So I said, you're going to have to figure out where the file is saved. So if it's in your Google Drive, you may or may not be able from BandLab to go into your Google Drive. You may have to like open up another tab, go to your Google Drive, find your drum bit file, download it to your PC or your Mac, and then go and get the file from BandLab. So I added like a bunch of steps, and I think that's where I lost them because <clears throat> lo and behold, a week later... And I think three of them had handed it in. They just couldn't figure it out. Um, but sort of food for thought. I think the simple answer is let's not let these guys talk as much as they want to. Let's try to keep them focused. And I'll, I'll sort of use this as a, as a warning for them. I'll be like, remember the other week when we talked too much and we didn't get our work done and I had to give you homework and then none of you did it. So um, I'll try to use this in the future to, to talk a little less. Although... These are the kids that desperately asked me, this is the class Lisa's in, that they desperately wanted to find a story that needed to be told and they wanted to musically tell it. So I was like, I, I really wanted them to have the questions about the story because I want them to be story hungry. I want them to find a story and go this, let's talk about this, let's research this and talk about this. So it's a fine line. Maybe if I keep giving them homework, they'll get better at it. Maybe they won't in which case I have to stop talking and maybe I'll be able to sort of guide our conversations a little better the more we go into this. Either way, same thing happened. Everyone who was present gave me a reflection. So I have a reflection from every kid in the class. Um, some of the reflections are weaker than others. Some are stronger than others, but I've got something. And the band lab is easy enough that Kerbopel's class can do it. So I know that Ms. Hoover's class is capable of it. They're maybe just not capable of handing it in on time, which then means I might have to invest some class time to get it done. But um, today was a win. 
today was a swing for the fence. It was a home run swing. We did what we needed to do and stuff got handed in. So I was really, really excited about it. And I'm looking forward to next week. As I say, next week, we're going to be doing some work with band lab loops and trying to get them to play with the program a little bit. So I appreciate your time this week. Thanks for checking out uh, Gab's session and uh, thanks for stopping by. We'll see you next time. Hey everybody, thanks for checking out this week's Gav session. If you liked what you heard, be sure to check out all of my podcasts available from the Anchor app or from Anchor FM. Anybody can make a podcast in just a few minutes from Anchor FM. If you like what you heard today, please check out the rest of my online personality. You can message me on Twitter at GavSession or check me out at GavSession.com or YouTube.com slash GavSession. Thanks for stopping by.